All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful, fam. Laugh a little more, fam. Tight, tighten up your core, fam. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Happy Thursday, four things. Amy here. And Chase, Chase Locke is back. Is back. It's been a minute. Guess who's back? Back again. I, I've missed. I've missed the crew. What? What do you? What do you call them? Are they uh, four fingers or the brownies or is there like a name for the group? Walker Hayes, I think, nicknamed them the brownies. The brownies. Well, I think. I think that's good. Maybe that's where I heard that. So, what up, brownies? We'll go with that. Yeah. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, like in the last, I mean, when's the last time you're on? It's been a minute. I left Nashville. I mean, but back in the early days of this podcast, you were on quite a bit. In fact, Kat is now the co-host of The Fifth Thing, and she has been for yep. a long time. But you used to be a regular on The Fifth Thing, and you would read the emails. <laughs> that was back when it was mostly Q&A. Yeah. And you would read the emails, and then I would give an answer. Yep. I'm pretty good at moderating, Amy. That's kind of a, yeah. a pastime of mine. You have done that uh, <laughs> I've for done me that. on stage before. And Chase and I are going to talk about stillness and I'm really excited to talk about this. Well, just with a friend and having a conversation and other people joining in with us. We had someone email us. We read it on the fifth thing this week about how she ran a marathon and she listened to Kat and I in the pot four things podcast and whatnot. Like, For the whole marathon? Training and then, yes. And I thought, wow, listening to someone talk, but she said, it just feels like I'm having a talk with my friends. That's and I awesome. thought- it was a very special note to receive because that's exactly the vibe that we want to have. Yeah. And so Chase and I are sitting here and we're going to talk about stillness just as we would if we weren't even recording this, but yeah. hopefully you'll feel like you're just sitting with us. 
Heck yeah. And I have an empty couch in here. That so we're pretending just, that you're sitting on. Yes. So we're, we're looking over at you right now. Right. You're a part of the conversation. So Chase and I were on the phone earlier today and just talking about my meditation yeah. for this week. And I get most of my meditations from Gabby Bernstein. I find other ones on YouTube, but I kind of go to whatever she's curated for the week. And this one was from a few weeks ago, but I keep going back to it. Like the one this week, I don't even know. It's about, I haven't even looked at it yet because I, I keep going back to this one, which I, I think is myself telling myself. Yeah. My, my body, my brain, my, my Pay being attention telling to this. me, okay, you need more of this. Yeah. And the affirmation for this meditation is stillness is the key to my success. And I am most still when I'm in my prayer time, my meditation time, my journaling time. And the meditation is probably about 10 minutes for this one. And I've done it every morning this week. Yeah. Proud of myself. Try to celebrate the wins. Although I was listening to something the other day that said, don't beat yourself up for the days that you miss meditation. Because when you're in the flow or you miss your quiet time or whatever it looks like for you, because then if you beat yourself up about it, you're out of the flow. Yeah. My sister's calling. Should I just answer it on speaker? Yes. Okay. I love Christy. Hold, please. Hold, please. We'll just keep this rolling. Hey, Christy, you're on speakerphone. I have Chase in the room and we're recording a podcast, so don't say anything too crazy because you're on the air. What up? I'm so glad you told me that. Why? What were you going to say? <laughs> I'm not going to say it now. <laughs> Why did you call? Hey, we're all friends here, Christy. Later when you're not on air. <laughs> Why did Okay, her her voice Sorry, is. She's so giggly, like her, there's something that. Your voice got really high. What's going on? On a one to no. ten, is it serious? No, <laughs> do not get excited. It's nothing that interesting. It was more a follow up question from our earlier conversation. Okay. So, or just a follow up. I needed to say. Okay. I, I will say. I really want to follow up right now on air. Everything Christy says is interesting to me. Yeah. Big fan. <laughs> yeah. Chase. interrupt your session. Chase. What are y'all talking about? We're talking about stillness. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Good. Going to get still. Have you practiced stillness this week? Yes. About three days ago, I did meditation. <laughs> I, I think this is good because I think it really identifies the listener. So I was pretty still for... Been. And I wanted to do it every morning, but so far it hasn't. So failing. I also wanted to do it at night before bed. I had very high hopes. There's an evening and a morning, and it's supposed to change your life and calm your soul. Okay. Well, that you set me up for exactly where yep. I was before you called, which was that if you beat yourself up for not meditating as you thought, like when I'm when I'm doing the meditation in a row, like several days in a row, I start to get in the flow and I'm like, okay. And then if you have to miss a day or two or three or four, and then you start beating yourself up, you've immediately taken yourself out of the flow. Like part of being in the flow is that you're also okay if you miss a few days. But I too have heard that if you do a morning and a night, it is a game changer. So I've been uh, trying to fall asleep to a nighttime meditation. I don't know who this guy is, but he has over 2 million followers on uh, YouTube. And so I just pull up the YouTube and he's like, good evening. My name is Steven, some, Joseph Stevenson. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Yeah. But he, he's like, you're walking in a forest 
And then you see animal. He like walks you through this whole thing, but it's supposed to like, while you sleep, take your subconscious into being open to miracles. And I'm like, I need that. I'm telling you, I've been impressed with the things you've been finding on YouTube. So I'm going to have to check that out. <laughs> um, okay, Chris. YouTube is full of golden treasures. It is. I believe that. And also a bunch of crap. <laughs> I think that's a golden treasure. I think you found it. Keep doing it. Okay, I'll call you back. I wonder what she was going to say. I don't uh, know. That was probably the most animated I've heard her as far as like when she, she kind of seemed like she was up to something. Yeah, Follow back up on to that. don't beat yourself up if you can't do it because that in itself is you not being in the flow. So like when I was doing my meditation this morning, I started to receive information because I was still, but it was good information for me and how I was going to set up my day. It was offering me creative ideas and solutions to some stuff I was trying to work through. And I thought, wow, if I had not taken the time this morning and I just went into my go, 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 hustle, got to get to work, and I didn't wake up early enough to get this stuff in, because then even afterwards, I journaled and more stuff flowed out of me because I felt like I was able to listen. Now, whether that's, you know, God talking to me, me talking to me, I don't really know for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm able to receive the information. And so that is where the key to my success comes in because I'm able to listen. Yeah. Whereas when you're go, 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 you can't listen. And then, then you're of no use to anybody. Like I saw this one article saying, listen, this is stillness is the key to all of this stuff. Thinking clearly, seeing the whole chessboard, making tough decisions, managing emotions, identifying the right goals, Handling high-pressure situations, maintaining relationships, building good habits, being productive, physical excellence, whatever that, what is that? <laughs> Taking care of your body. Yeah. Uh, feeling fulfilled, capturing moments of laughter and joy. Stillness is the key to just about everything, to be a better parent, a better artist, a better investor, a better athlete, a better scientist, a better human being, to unlocking all that we are capable of in this life. To achieve stillness, we need to focus on three domains, the domain of the mind, the domain of the spirit, and the domain of the body. Stillness lies naturally within us, but accessing it is not easy. And so that's where the commitment comes in. And yeah, mind, body, spirit. Like I can't, I can't tell you how many therapists in the last three years have all, thankfully, thankfully I've, I've had really good ones, but whether it was therapists for kids or myself or me and Ben, whatever, Every single one of them talked about the importance of mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. that and how connection. tied they are. Yeah. So, so, I mean, and of course, growing up as a Christian, like I knew that, but sometimes even just it could get a little woo-woo because I grew up very conservative Christian. Yeah. And so some of that, you know, yogi type stuff, even the word meditation. Yeah. Dude, seems, same. But no, I feel like we are spiritual beings. This is how we were designed. And yeah. this is the place that takes us to the the highest potential. And there's that, you know, the whole Holy Spirit thing we talk about in church too. Right. Yeah. And and no matter, you know, what your faith is or your walk or who, whatever you believe, if you're listening to this, like we're very here for all. But I'm just speaking from my personal experience. I think I spent years running from that. Even I did a lot of yoga classes back in the day and I was so uncomfortable if they would even have a hint towards this type of yeah. lingo. And I would be like, oh, 
dear Lord, forgive me for coming to this yoga class or whatever. And now I would crave a class like that. And I could see how it could be very beneficial and fruitful for me. Yeah. I felt that with meditation. The first time meditation was kind of coming into the conversation, it freaked me out. Because I was like, well, that's not, you know, I pray, like I don't meditate. And I downloaded the Headspace app. And kind of going back to what Christy said, you alluded to, like, sometimes when you hear meditation, I think there's like you have in your head if you're doing it right. Like there's a candle and everything's quiet and it's peaceful and perfect. And honestly, the first time I started using the Headspace app was in the subway when I was working in New York. I put in my headphones because I had to ride the train. And it was like it would allow me to focus on my breath, which is that whole how I perceive mind, body, spirit, like kind of clearing my headspace to allow for really what I identify, you know, as the Holy Spirit and my my faith. Like meditation kind of tees me up for that stillness and that time of prayer. And then you're able to receive. Totally. But it's like that that meditation and that discipline, whatever you call it, gets you, or at least for me, to that place of stillness. Like I realized in my prayer journey as I became an adult, like I'm not sitting here saying like I'm great at praying, but I was pretty good at like saying my prayers. <laughs> but I was I like I realized I'm terrible at listening. But in order to listen, like I, I believe God's always talking to us. And in order for me to hear that or receive that, I got to get still. Like I've got to create space to hear that, right? Yes. And so part of what's really worked for me, and I just heard you say, so I'm not trying to be no, annoying, please. changing your your vocabulary, but this has been very helpful to me in my brain, and I still don't have it totally down. But like you said, I would you say I'm a terrible listener? Yeah. Okay. We so you know what I'm going to say. Yep. All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI owned brands right now online and in store for the entire month of May. You can join Macy's in supporting AAPI owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this 
open knit cover up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148. So that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This has been very helpful to me in my brain, and I still don't have it totally down. But like you said, I would you say I'm a terrible listener? Yeah. Okay. So you know what I'm going to say. Yep. I would like to hear you say, I am working on being a better listener. I am working on being a better listener. Good. Yeah. Now, we had this conversation, yeah, and honestly, since we have, I, I've been working on that, and I it was kind of one of those things where I'm like, oh, Amy's telling me I need to like speak more positively about myself. But it's actually been it's been healthy, especially like I've tried to journal some of that just so I could see it on paper. That's better for me in terms of receiving. Well, you also yeah. should celebrate. You know, you said not to brag, but <laughs> I'm a good <laughs> I'm good at praying. And Leanne Ellington would say part of my homework from her is to brag on myself a little bit like to myself. But it helps you recognize where you're good and celebrate that. And that's totally okay. And I think some are like, oh, I don't want to really say that. It's okay to be confident and say, yeah, I celebrate the fact that I am good at praying. Thank you, Lord, for giving me the ability to know how to pray. And then also that I have a chance to learn how to be a better listener. And then if if you recognize a time where you have listened better, celebrate that. And you've come a long way on that. Very much so. I mean, really, like, and I'm not trying, you might not want me to call this out, but we had that conversation the other night. You've never been like really hard on yourself. Well, at times you have been, but I called and I said, how, how was the festival? How was Austin? How? And you were like, it was great. You're like, I killed it. But you said in a way it wasn't cocky. It wasn't, but it was like you owned it and you knew that you did well. And what I tell you, I mean, I literally was like, in the last 10 years, this is the first time I've ever heard you say anything like that, honestly, which which like kind of is like, man, we've always seen that in you. But now to see, I keep joking like 2.0, but like as you continue to work on yourself and, and just make yourself better for you and your family, like it's amazing. It's just amazing. Like I know that sounds so small, but to me it was like I literally journaled it with the date because I was like <laughs> I've never heard her. 
Well, I can recognize that. And then I, I can also celebrate that I answered that way. Yeah. And that's probably something I'll go back and journal is how I answered that with such confidence. Yeah. Because I do think that a lot of times I downplay certain things or make myself small. And the past several months, I've really been trying to build those new neural pathways. And I walked away for, I mean, we've been doing that festival for, I mean, we do it in Austin for the Country Fest and then iHeart Festival in Vegas. Yeah. For the, so we've been doing these things for years. And it's like twice a year that it's a big like where we get to see a ton of artists, like all of our bosses are there. We're getting to do a lot of different interviews. There's stuff on camera, there's stuff on stage. You have to just be on and you're on the go. And, you know, it can be a lot. And some stuff they're recording live, they're timing it. They're like, we need the, you know, and there's people running around, like backstage, like there's a lot of people in frenzies. Like there's people in, like we're in Austin, but there's people in New York that are producing it. It's airing on the radio and- you know, they're taping it for you know TV broadcast, different things. So all that to say, I know that every single thing that I did, I did it exactly how I was supposed to do it. Yeah. I, I didn't mess up once, not a word. I mean, I'm sure there's something I could have done a little bit better, but when it comes to like what I was supposed to do, I did it. And I feel like I did it well. You nailed it. And our bosses were happy with everybody and they express that. And so I felt like if you ask me how it went, now I can confidently say, yeah, I killed it. But but I'm encouraging other people. I'm reiterating totally. that story so that other people can know. Like if you know you did something well at work or if you know you did an awesome parenting move or you handled something in your relationship well, it is totally okay to own it and stand confident in it. Which speaking of being a parent, my son just walked in. Hey, bud, what's up? Um, you can wait a little bit. Let's do eight. Let's try eight o'clock. I put them on the counter. It's in 10 minutes. Yep. Celebrate that I'm a good mom. (laughs) (laughs) Best mom. Well, not the best. I definitely lost my cool. I got out of the flow. Yeah. Uh, But you got back into it. I got out of the flow. Hardcore. In fact, it's like something I went to my therapist about because I was like, I don't even know what happened. It's like, I just snapped and I hadn't snapped in a while. So I'm not quite sure what sent me there. I always like try to go back to the root of like what happened. But then have you seen me pulling at my hair? Yeah. Okay. It's the most I've ever pulled at my hair. People, if you're listening for the first time, maybe you don't know, but there's this one part of my hair. I pull it out. I've done it most of my life. And sometimes I can go months without doing it. And I'm doing it every day, almost all the time. And she's like, well, that's, anxiety. And I'm like, but about what? I feel so good right now. Things are good. I'm like, I'm in the flow. Why would I be anxious? So I'm just going to be more still about that. (laughs) Try to figure out how I can just start to rewire some of that. Like maybe I need to put my hair in a ponytail to keep myself from doing it. Or, you know, you can like literally tell yourself when something's happening, you change. You can say that word to yourself, probably not out loud if you're in public, (laughs) like you're having thoughts. Or you you can. (laughs) If you're by yourself and you're just walking, you're like, change, (laughs) change. But you are sending a message to your brain that you want to change this behavior. And it's like, if you were, I heard this one analogy too, like if the radio started acting up or doing something like static, but sometimes we like, will bang it and that doesn't fix the problem totally. Yeah. So, so if you beat yourself up and or yell at the radio, 
That yeah. doesn't help. And so that's what we can do to ourselves sometimes is we yell at ourselves and we beat ourselves up and it's not really doing anything. But if you physically change the channel, yeah, then you can go to a different. And what's funny station. is typically when you go back to that first station, it's cleared up if you change the channel. Like you, if you get into a different space and then go back, it's like, oh, all of a sudden I can hear it. Yeah, I'm you in know? the flow now. Yeah. I get it now. Yes. Totally. And stillness has played into like feeling good about my work at the festival. Yeah. I meditated that day before. I think even that day I chose to do a meditation. Let me, I, I bet I could look it up. Let me go to my little portal. Okay. The one I chose to do for that, I co-create a career beyond my wildest dreams. And by being a co-creator, I'm a part of it with God. Yeah, with the higher being. So here's a little thing that Gabby wrote regarding to that. A few years ago, a friend texted me, how's work going? And I replied with my go-to refrain, good, but I'm so busy, super stressed running my business. Then I got a response from him that changed everything for me. It's not your business, it's God's business. You are the servant of something unstoppable. Get out of the way. Wowza, there it was, the nugget of truth that I hadn't seen. In that moment, I realized I was using work as another form of addiction. In the days that followed, I was reminded that my greatest spiritual shifts never come through force. They come when I allow the universe to work through me. That was the day I started telling the universe to be my employer. Now, Gabby's always very clear that you can say, universe, God, whatever works for you. Mm -hmm. I feel weird saying universe, so whatever, that's just yeah. for me, but other people might resonate with that. So I'm going to switch it to God. That was the day I started letting God be my employer. It was when I really let myself be open to creative direction and allowed my big decisions to be made by my spiritual faith. And guess what? I started hitting new, bigger career peaks pretty quickly. Even better, I was in the flow, truly enjoying my work rather than feeling zapped by it. And then she went on and on to give us encouragement. But that's where I felt like that day of the festival. Like I was in the flow doing my thing. I felt like I was exactly where I belonged, doing exactly what I needed to do, helping out wherever I needed to be help out. I was being breezy, bendy. They had to call audibles here and there like, oh, yeah. shoot, Sam Hunt was supposed to be over here, but I don't know. He's now you got to go interview him over there. And I don't know, Luke, Brian, I know you've been waiting here for five minutes, but he got caught up somewhere else. So you got to go do this and then come back and hopefully he'll meet you. And then I pass Luke Ryan in the hall and he looks at me and he goes like, aren't I supposed to be meeting you soon? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, we'll see about that. And I'm like, okay, dude, I was just waiting for you five minutes over there. But you know, it's yeah. like, you just don't Went with the flow, go with the flow. It's totally. like, okay. And then eventually Luke came around yeah. and we got the interview that we needed, but everybody's just kind of being hustled and bustled. But I was there to serve. Like I was there as an employee of this festival and saying, how can I serve? How can you use me? And I was open to whatever was thrown my way. And I feel as though that's an example of an event that I was at, but I've sort of started also trying to go into my everyday work that way. My days as a parent, okay, how can I serve? Yeah. How can I be flexible? How can I be bendy? Except for the days that I flip out and lose my mind and I yell. But that happens. <laughs> I think some too, like that's beautiful that, you know, you know what you're, you're good at and obviously you're finding more confidence in it unfortunately there's people that don't identify their gifts and how they can serve but i think like part of figuring out how to get in that flow is somewhat identifying your gifts and being confident in them because it's really those gifts i mean that's what you're created to use those to serve you know and they serve yourself too in doing so 
at least for me, like that, I feel like if I'm in that sweet spot, then I'm serving someone with my talent and skill. It's also selfishly serving me. Yeah. Does that make sense? You yeah, know, because like, things are yeah. coming back to you. Totally. That's where some of the, we've talked a lot offline or off air, on yeah. the phone, whatever, just as friends about synchronicities that are happening when you're in the flow and just the way, you know, things just start to happen when you let go yeah. and you stop trying to control, which that was another thing that I heard too about surrender. This may be even from my meditation this morning, but I know there's a few more things I really need to surrender. I feel like we're constantly can be surrendering every day to surrender. I think we're supposed to surrender at all, aren't yes. we? Yeah. And so uh, this one thing I know I've been really, 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 really trying to control. And so she said, surrender is not giving up on your dreams, but it's letting go of the need to control the timeline. My therapist said this to me last week. She did? He, Jared, he's... Why did I think you went to a she? That's all right. I, yeah. I mean, I would, but no, I've got a former linebacker who's my therapist. Shout out, Jared. There's a situation that I've I've been dwelling on and I've kind of been trying to control and I've wanted to see an outcome and I guess kind of in a roundabout way see justice. But he said, you know, he said, it's time for you to grieve that. And I was like, well, I don't want to grieve that because grieving that means I'm like I'm giving up or I'm giving in. He's like, no, he's like grieving it allows you to let go of that. And maybe there could be a hope that it could have been that it becomes something better than you ever dreamed it could be. Which That's I think, saying, um, yeah. let go and let God. Well, and it's funny too, like you were saying that, we're talking about the synchronicity. Yesterday I got to the office and sometimes I pray out loud best when I'm in my truck, like going to work or coming home. Anyways, I wrote on my notepad, God is for you is a reminder. And it's kind of like everything you're saying. It's like, if, if God is for you, why would I stand in the way of everything he's trying to do for me? You know? Again, let go, let God, however you frame it, however you say it. But if you realize that the Lord is literally for you, why would you get in the way of that? Right. Because I think sometimes we always like to focus on, or we tend to focus on the negative. Yeah. And what is not working for us or what we're against or what. And that that's a whole nother conversation you and I were also having yeah. offline is just sometimes in the Christian space, it's so just overwhelming when you just see people consumed with calling people out for certain things and just being so committed to what they are against. Yeah. When it's just like, why can't we just focus on what we're for and totally love? And I'll and say <laughs> this, I hope this isn't like completely out of left field, but I think it's relevant to the conversation. Something that whether it's what you learned in church, whether it's your meditation practice, whether it's your perception of what yoga is or, you know, spirituality, all of that. I will always remember because I sat on an interview with you when you talked to Dr. Beverly Tatum, who is the author of Why Are All the Black Kids Sitting Together in the Cafeteria? We were talking about race in America. And I remember she said, it's not about what we need to learn as much as it's about what we need to unlearn. Yeah. And that has been with me every day since I've heard that. And I think there's so many things I grew up and I'm always trying to learn something that's going to like clear the fog. And I'm like, no, I mean, there's things always to learn. We always should be learning, but there's things that I need to unlearn and kind of rewind and create some space to see more clearly 
as it pertains to some of these things that we have negative like perceptions of that just aren't true. Right. Anyways, and I hope that made sense. But unlearning is still learning. Ah, uh, <laughs> there we go. It get, is. Get still with that. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm going to sit with that. I'm going to sit with that. Growth and that's evolving. Yeah. And if we're not evolving, we're dead. And learning really is just growth, right? Yes. Yeah. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Isn't it so funny how almost, 
I mean, we were talking a little bit offline, but like, it's like word choice in so many of these situations that so many people are on the same page, but we just use different words for this. But like in our heart, we're, we're thinking of the same thing. Mm -hmm. Like whether you say prayer or meditation or growth or learning or the universe or God or like, it's kind of like we're all coming from a similar place. And I think we're talking about similar things, but we let word choice put up walls. Yeah. I think just sometimes we, I include myself in whatever the, whatever the category, whatever the topic, whatever the, you know, the belief that I've had for a very long time, or maybe just, I didn't even know I believed it, but first came from somewhere that I just feel very strongly about one thing or another. And then we just, we have fear around it because we're like, I don't really know if I'm supposed to be into this, but parts of me are telling me that it's probably fine or actually let's say it is okay. Is it really that big of a deal or does it affect me or is it my business or is it my place or is that something I even need to take up and be concerned with? And I think when we do get wrapped around that stuff, it is coming from a place of fear. And I really would like to come from a place of love and really everything boils down to fear or love. That's one thing that I have been working through a lot lately. Any of my behavior, even my, my outburst that I was talking about, looking back on how that unfolded, because again, I brought it up to my therapist, I was reacting out of a place of fear. I, I actually do know, really, we, we were able to get to the root of it. I, I was sort of acting like, I don't even know where that came from. Who, <laughs> how does that happen? I, even, I said the F word. There was multiple people in my house too. I don't, I don't do that. Yeah. And then also, uh, my son was in the room. Later, I had to go talk to him. I think my sister and her husband were in town too. I had to go leave the room because I was on the phone. I was actually on the phone with Ben, <laughs> and I had to leave the room. And then, luckily, my sister and Ben went over to Stevens, and they were explaining like, "Hey, sometimes you know we just say these things," and. When I think back on the conversation and then Ben and I even revisited it later too, is it was for sure. I was coming from fear and Ben knows this too. He's working on the fear love thing as well. And when you're going through and navigating a divorce, there's a lot that comes up that's very scary. And we have really tried hard to come from a place of love and let's be thoughtful and kind through this entire process. Did I tell you what his lawyer this office said to me, no. So I was there signing some stuff and the woman working, I don't know if she was paralegal or what, she wasn't his actual lawyer, but she works, worked closely on the thing. And she was like, I know that we're, we represent Ben. And, but I told this to him too. We've never seen anything like this. And you and Ben should probably teach a class on how to get divorced <laughs> <laughs> because we have just been, that's I guess awesome. we're like the unicorns. That of could divorce. be a spinoff podcast. How Anomalies. to get how to get how to get divorced the right way. Which I I mean I will say like I come from a blended family and my parents are together, but they each had children before getting together, having me and my little brother. And I've watched how well they've navigated co parenting and, and kind of going through blending families in a really beautiful way. And then I had friends whose parents went through divorces. And it was hell. Like, it wasn't that way. So I do think there's something to be said about people that is intentional as you guys are being in the process, choosing love and respect and 
probably could teach a master class because I think a lot of people, unfortunately, let their emotions run it and then it turns out to be something uglier than it has to be. Well, and even just the thought of divorce as a Christian. Yeah. Like there's so much, even having thoughts about that, like but, the judgment even that I had for myself or this idea that I never thought that would happen for me because it wasn't an option. Because, yeah. I mean, my parents got divorced and then I just never wanted to be a part of that. I didn't want that to be my narrative, but also I had stamped it as that is bad. Yep. That is, <laughs> my dog keeps snoring. If you hear like... <laughs> That is my dog. It's not, not Amy. It is not me. <laughs> and so, you know, that's another thing where people have this mindset of like, okay, this is good and this is bad. And it's my job to tell you that you're bad now. Yeah. And I am so thankful that I was able to not worry about any of that. And Ben and I both, and we were able to kind of do what we needed to do to, to reset and without judgment for ourselves. Because we both grew up at the same type of church. And that was not obviously encouraged. I mean, I think they would have still loved people that came there divorced. I mean, they actually had a lot of people that would show up. My mom only started going to church after my parents split up. We went like on Easter and Christmas. Yeah. But then when my dad left, my mom got invited to a Bible study and she kind of was like, eh, it's kind of crazy. I don't want to go. And then she, I guess, got to a place where she was desperate and she decided to call her friend back and say, hey, yeah, I'll go to the Bible study. And she went and that's where she found Jesus and found her faith and started falling to her knees and had her morning prayer time every morning. She was yeah. very, very dedicated and committed. But I think that's what got her through all of that. And there's no harm or foul to anybody that we grew up with at that church. I know they meant well, but it was extremely conservative. Uh, what's it? Legalistic. Yeah, same. So, it's, so yeah. I mean, like we're, we're talking about stillness and I'm thinking as you're saying that, so I had some things, you know, similar in my childhood where me being in church, I felt a lot of shame, which was kind of this juxtaposition because I genuinely loved the Lord and felt like the Lord was my safe place, but I was going to church, quote unquote, for the Lord and feeling that shame. But what I would always do growing up, and it's still the thing I do today to get still is I go out, of course, I grew up on a ranch, but like into the country. Like I literally will walk out into a pasture by myself and just stand there. It's almost like I can get my breathing synchronized with the wind and then you just kind of like everything calms and everything quiets and then it's like everything's good. And so it's funny you're saying that because like there were times that I was in church feeling shame, but then I would go home and I'd go out into the woods or I'd go out into the pastures, whatever. And it's like I was going out there to find the Lord and be reminded that what I'm feeling is not God. Because again, God felt. is for me. Yeah, yeah, safe. Yeah. Right. Anyways, but it, it really. Without the it, judgment from the humans. But it came. <laughs> right. It was like, as I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm processing that I had to go get still. Like I would have to go out into nature because it forced me to find peace mm -hmm. and quiet. And in the peace and quiet, I felt the love of the Lord. And I still to this day do. I mean, it's like if you follow me on Instagram, like you'll see a million sunset pictures because it's like I go out and do my thing. And I'm like, oh, this is beautiful. I'm going to take a picture. Do you ever take your shoes off or get bare? Sometimes. And like like the grounding. Like grounding. Yeah. I don't do that a lot. But I think there's something to be said about that and being in nature. Like yes. we are a part of God's design. 
it's a beautiful design. And the more we can get like, I'm not talking about synchronicity all the time, but like, I, I think we are very much a part of that architecture that is mother nature mm -hmm. and the way the Lord designed us. Yeah. So I find great peace and great, I guess the word today is stillness, but serenity when I can get outside. It's just a memory just popped up of me on the Bobby Bone show in the early days with like Elena. I feel like we had a girl group Elena. and we were called Serenity or something. I have not thought of this in like forever. Thank I wonder goodness. if that's an, is that an archive thing they can it dig up? It could be on YouTube, except for when we moved to Nashville, we kind of wiped everything from YouTube before Nashville. Which so is I too bad because there was some really great. Oh, it was really good stuff. Yeah, there was really good Especially stuff. Especially your creative uh -huh, videos. Yeah. I remember those. So when it comes <clears> to being unsure about things or not really knowing or accepting or trying to figure out, oh, is it, I, I don't know. Am I open to this? Am I reacting to this because of fear or love? That's how some people feel about my cousin, my psychic cousin, Amanda. Yeah. And I even had a little bit of like, if I'm being honest, like some fear of her joining my podcast network, even though I love her and I've had her on the podcast and I support her. And who am I to say what gifts she has or doesn't have? And, you know, she also talks to my mom for me and sends me messages. So I'm like, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in my stillness, I might be able to get there too. And I truly see my mom as one of my spirit guides. And that's who's shown up for me the most. I know my dad has passed away too. But whenever I do prayers and meditations like that, it's always my mom. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe my dad will <laughs> show up later. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know exactly how Amanda does what she does, but I do believe that she has a gift. She's been very right about like a lot of things. And she joined my network and her first full episode went up yesterday. So like my episodes will come out on, come out on Tuesdays and Thursdays and hers are going to be every Wednesday. Like everyone has their days. Uh, Cats You Need Therapy is Monday and Wednesday. And then Truthiest Life is Friday. And anyway, list goes on which I am very excited about two other women that are joining the network in June. Do you know? I don't think I know. Okay. They're good. You're going to love. When, when does that come I'm out? I'm very excited. Okay. June, you said June? Okay. June-ish. They're right. probably, so Amanda's awesome. launched and her name's Amanda Rieger Green and her podcast is called Soul Sessions with Amanda Rieger Green. <laughs> and she really can also help you tap into your highest potential. So like maybe you're not even into the whole medium psychic tech stuff yeah. numerology astrology like she's into it all maybe you're not that's not for you i will say i think there is still stuff you could get from what she has to say she's very wise she has a big heart she identifies as a christian but she also is open to all faiths like eventually you'll hear her explain how all of that works in her mind or in her beliefs but her podcast is out and I'm just, I, I'm yeah. sort of stuttering around it because I guess this is the first time I've said publicly that like she came to me and said, I want to do a podcast. Yep. And I thought, okay, well, all right, I have a network and I'm her cousin. So I guess, <laughs> I guess it's coming like, here. I guess it's probably going to come here. But then, you know, we had real conversations of like, I thought, shoot, what are people going to think? Like, I don't want for people to get turned off or, but then I was like, you know what? That is not my business, Yeah, not my place. I love my cousin. I 
supported her in other ways. So why would I turn away from her in this giving her an opportunity and a platform to share her gifts and let her do her thing? If I, if I were to hold back from that, I feel like that would be me operating out of fear. Yeah. And I'm more open to all kinds of things than I've ever been just because I've been through so much. I've seen so much. And again, I don't want to operate out of fear and I don't want to project and I don't want to call out things. And I don't want to be a part of judgment. Like I want to operate from love. And the most loving thing I could do as a cousin was say, Hey, I think it's awesome. I got a network and I'll hook you up with Fazio and iHeart will back you. And you know, you've got, you know, Houston will help produce you and edit things and we're good. Yep. So here we are. And if you're, you realize that she joined my network and you stopped listening to us. Well, okay, goodbye. I don't know. You're probably not listening to this. Well, and I would just encourage anyone like, so I've had a lot of side conversations with Fazio and, you know, I'm like, again, I identify as a Christian and follow Jesus, but I'm excited to set up a meeting with her because I've met her before. She's a delight, but you can also tell she's very educated. She's very sharp. And it's like, why would I like, just because I'm not comfortable with it, why would I not hear her out? Why would I not listen and, and learn something new? And it's like, I think you can go into it believing what you believe and be okay. No one's trying to like convert you or do anything crazy, but she is incredibly sharp. And so I, I'll say at at minimum, if it kind of if you are weary, I think you'll be you'll be entertained and educated in some way. And I think I've heard just a little bit of it, and I'm I'm impressed. I'm thrilled for. Her. All right. Well, I'm going to play a clip from the episode that went up yesterday about intuitive development because I think it it. It's in alignment, coincidentally, or is it on purpose? I don't know. Was it like... Synchronicity. I don't know. Uh, She's talking about intuitive development. Intuitive development, just so you know, at least on my part, is just as much about connecting with God and whatever faith you hold or have, how little, how small, whatever uh, religious ideologies you align with, This fits. This is about deepening your connection, better knowing yourself, and better feeling and living that part of you that's connected to the divine. And again, it takes practice. It takes courage. It takes building muscles. It takes dedication, repetition, sometimes a framework, but it also takes talking about it. Having people, having a community where you find things that resonate with you and you're able to share those experiences, you're able to practice, and you get curious, you have fun. It's also about fun because it's about self-exploration, ultimately. And that's another piece to what this podcast is about. Okay, Chase, you're going to go listen to the whole episode now, aren't you? I am. This is like, yes, yeah, basically what we've been talking about. And uh, I encourage y'all to check out Amanda if you want to. If you don't, it's not your thing. Someone already left like a one star like review. And it's like, why? What? What is wrong with people? Don't they know? Just if yeah. you don't have anything nice to say, just, just don't along. say it. Yeah. Or I, we can also take feedback and constructive criticism. But like, why you got to make it on a public platform? Like send us a email or a DM yep. or something. And... Amanda's Instagram is at Soul Pathology. Do you follow her? No, but I probably will right now. You'll probably start. I'll do it. And then you'll like and subscribe. And then my Cryo Cat is the one that told me about the one-star review. She goes, so I went ahead and I wrote 
a review and I get five stars. <laughs> She's like trying to counter the bad, which I am working on. I was about to say I'm very bad at, but you know, oh, we don't speak that way. Yep. So I, what I need to work on is reminding listeners here that if you do like an episode, well, first of all, I'll say if you do have feedback, you can email me for things with Amy Brown at gmail.com. If you have liked an episode or you enjoy the podcast, it is helpful to go leave five stars or leave a review and start adding those up. I rarely mention that. And yeah. there's, I feel like Oprah on Super Soul Conversations, she says it every time. And I'm like, if look Oprah's it, saying go, it, then you got to. Go Oprah. Yeah. It's good. Or, you know, I see other, what I see in my mind is really huge, successful podcasts that do it. And I'm like, well, if they ask for it, I can ask for it. You and bet. I should actually ask for it with confidence. Because why not? Why not? So go leave that review. <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> no pressure. Not a big deal. <laughs> All right. I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, if you want to look cute and feel comfortable at the same time when you're, you know, at a festival or a concert because it's festival and concert season right now, it's got to be all about the boots. And Tacova's boots is where it's at. That is your stop before attending your next concert. I've loved my Tacovas anytime I wear them or I get a new pair. They feel comfortable on the first wear. I don't have to break them in. Tacovas has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. And all Tacovas boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition, which is super cool. They've got timeless styles that are always on trend. And really, you just got to stop by your local Tacova store, try them on for yourself, and see what I'm talking about. You can have a complimentary drink while you're there, shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized, which I love. And they've got regular live music and events. There's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. 
When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Well, Chase, thank you for uh, joining. Why don't you throw out where people can find you, especially uh, personally and professionally? And professionally on Instagram at ChaseLock underscore. Professionally, you can find us at One Country. And you and your friend Patrick. Patrick. Oh, yeah. We have a podcast, The Chase and Patrick Show, which is wherever you listen to podcasts. Didn't you just interview Parker McCollum? Yeah, we've we've had... Parker Walker. It was on Cinco de Mayo, so I I, uh, I asked for forgiveness. We we had some margaritas beforehand, so I wasn't <gasps> too proud for that interview. You're but a Christian, and you had margaritas. I know. I'm telling. You. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fine line. Stevenson's in here right now, and he he. So I knew he was going to say that. I'm trying to explain to him just if an adult has one glass of wine or one margarita that does not equal yeah, getting no, drunk and that's literally what he's laying on the couch and he looked at you and he goes did you get drunk <laughs> it is tricky to understand but i was just trying to yeah. i was having a glass of wine the other night and steven's looked at me he goes oh, mom are you getting drunk and i was like no <laughs> i'm having one glass of wine and it was probably a three ounce pour you know, because sometimes I can do a nine ounce pour. Hey, we got to look out for one another, right, Stevenson? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. You got my back? Wait, nine ounces wouldn't get drunk, right? Nine ounces, <laughs> nine ounces, would, nine ounces wouldn't get me drunk either. <laughs> Maybe some people, I'm not sure, but no, it's like it would have to be we all have our own a limits. lot more than yeah. that. People have different tolerance and twelve ounces? I don't know. Maybe I love I know. this conversation. This is, the, this is awesome. Welcome to my life. Yeah. So, but we try to talk openly and honestly yeah. about all kinds of things. Like, I don't want to hide. I feel like my mom drank, well, well, once she became, she found Jesus at our church that we went to. People didn't drink really at all. If they did, they called it purple coffee. Purple and they would, coffee. They would drink it out of a coffee mug. I love and that. And my mom was going to, my mom would say, oh, we're just going to have a little purple coffee. And I'm like, okay. I am not doing this to my children. I am saying, yes, I am having wine. I am an adult and I can have this. And one day when you're an adult, we'll see if that's what you want to do too. But you, no pressure either way. I'm not making it like a thing. Hey, just if you, this is complete sidebar, but if you need a little bit of joy in your life today, I still will YouTube that Ellen clip of the lady that I love Jesus, but I drink a little. Yes. It's an old, like that's still makes me laugh out loud. So if you're looking for a laugh, oh, like I encourage. should play it right yeah. now. Okay, I can have um, Houston put it in. So Houston, <laughs> let's play that. Oh, she's so funny. Play that right now. Listen, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I love Jesus, but I drink a little. Okay, so there was the Ellen clip. Thank you for that laugh, yeah, Chase. And impromptu laugh. And we'll leave with a, 
a suggestion from Stevenson since he's in here. He actually put on a meditation before bed the other night from you know where. YouTube. YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) His family loves YouTube. And it was, what was it called? Fall asleep fast with God's word. So there you go. Good one. A Christian meditation. (laughs) But I mean, you can do, I love Gabby's. I love other ones that I just randomly, oh, like, you know what? I need to type in that one guy that I told you that I've been falling asleep to. Yeah. I'm going to get it right now. Chase, filibuster while I find this. Filibuster? Mm-hmm. Just talk, talk, talk. Well, I mean, da, 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 what da. Are, are you supposed to end it with what you're grateful for? Oh, what, yeah. What let's you do gra- four, four things gratitude. Go. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, man. I thought I was going to send it to you. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm I'll say this up. I'm really thankful for our team, the good folks that I work with. I have to continue working to get better at letting people help me. And they are incredibly supportive people. And I'm lucky to work with them every day. Am I doing four? Yep, that was one. Okay, I'll say my partner, Patrick, who I work with, who Amy knows and is comical and keeps things lively. It's awesome when you get to like do business with one of your best buddies. I'm thankful for summer. Like, again, I like to be outdoors, and I was ready for the seasons to change. And so walking outside in the sunshine and warmer weather, grateful for that. And then honestly, like not to be cheesy, but I'm grateful for where you're at because you, you went through that very cheesy. I know, but you, you've kidding. gone, you've gone through a season that <laughs> at times, you know, we've all, but all been praying for you, but it's, it's great. And again, hearing you be confident in where you're at and it's awesome. So I'm grateful for that too. Well, thank you. All right. First yeah. thing for me, I'm grateful for you being able <laughs> oh. to come over and have this conversation because I think it's, I think it's a good one. Um, I think it's important. It's one I want to be having with my friends, and so here we are having it on the podcast. Uh, second thing would be uh, Stevenson and Stashira. I'm very thankful for both of them and the joy that they are in my life. We all were hanging out on my bed last night, talking and joking about things. Wasn't I that like fun? No, we were talking about getting. <laughs> okay, I know. This I was is explaining. awesome. This no, is like, my. I was like, blah, blah, blah. No, we were talking about how Tashira wants to write a book. And I'm really excited to see that potentially come to life. We're putting that out there. Yep. We're surrendering that. I like it. Uh, see what happens. And then she wants to go to Japan. And then, you know, Stevenson has lots of thoughts on asteroids that are going to hit the earth like we just have normal conversations like before bedtime that's awesome and then so that's my second thing third thing would be my dog Kara, who is just very she's cuckoo bananas but we love her <laughs> right she is something is up with her she's she barks a lot and has a lot of anxiety but also i'm pulling at my hair right now too which means i also have anxiety so maybe she is picking up on my anxiety that could be and it's it. All my fault. This is all me. Or maybe you're picking up on hers. Something. Ooh, yeah. That's not a burn. <laughs> Stevenson's very into roasting people and burn. And then he'll try to roast and it won't. I'm like, is that you roasting? Because that wasn't even hardcore. I love it, Stevenson. And then my fourth thing will be the guy I found the meditation that I, the sleep meditation music that I've been listening to where he's like, Good evening. My name is Jason Stevenson. Stevenson, my Stevenson is with a V. He's with yeah. a PH. Is but he Southern? No, I think he's like 
British or Australian, Jason. I was Stevenson. just trying to follow your accent, but yeah. <laughs> but I, and also, I'm trying to go to sleep, but he's like, you're walking through the forest. I don't know. <laughs> You'll see. But he has 3.4 million subscribers. Hey, I'm going to listen so to it tonight. So Some of his videos have tons and tons of views. Can you hear that? Yeah. Is that the water, rain is like, falling. Yeah. yeah. Guided sleep meditation. A practice that will help you in falling asleep quickly and easily. <laughs> you should just My fade name out. Is Jason Stevenson, and whoever you are and wherever you are, I warmly welcome you to this practice. He warmly welcomes you. But see how he says his name every time? I'm Jason Stevenson. I'm going to check it out tonight. No, it's good. He's got all different. You can click on if you want. One for, like I said, there's miracles. You yeah. can have one for limiting beliefs. You can have one for creating abundance in your life. Listen, I'm not a brain expert, but like the reason why I want to listen to it when I'm sleeping is I feel like somewhere, because it runs for like three hours. And so I don't know, my, my subconscious brain is absorbing whatever Jason Stevenson is telling me. And I feel sounded like Forrest Gump. <laughs> I feel like I am, I'm getting the information, and therefore yeah. I'm I'm open to the miracles because you know we can we can block stuff, yeah. and I don't want to block it. So if my sleepy brain is going to absorb it, which I think is the it's a good time. That's the brain state you want to absorb things in, uh, like just before you're going to sleep, and then like right when you wake up or something. I don't know. Not a brain expert here, but I want my brain to receive that. It's almost like I'm brainwashing myself at night. <laughs> and it also is kind of like the one point in the day when your body forces yourself to get still and you can receive things, right? right? When you're going to sleep, like you're getting really still as you enter, right? Did you know that when you're sleeping, there's a part in the process where your brain is like, okay. I don't know if it sounds like this, but I'll be my brain real quick or your brain. Okay, all right. This is the time of the night where we start to decide what memories we want to keep and what memories we want to throw away. <laughs> like think of how many things you see in a day. Yeah, a lot. And then you don't, when you wake up the next day, you don't remember, you know, the hundred cars you passed on the highway. You might remember the one yellow one for some reason or the huge truck that almost hit you or the rock that flew out of a truck and hit your windshield. But those are the memories you chose to keep. Yeah. And there's people and encounters and different things. And it's like some of the stuff, quite honestly, that my brain chooses to keep, I wish it would let go of. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, could we, why are we holding on to that one? And then, and Kat and I have talked about this on the fifth thing, like every time you recall a memory, certain elements of it change. If time has gone by or you're retelling it in a different way, maybe someone's tone in the story changes or your version changes or a word here or a word there, that. you know, and then it gets filed back in your brain that way. And then you bring it back up again and it gets, da, 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 and then you file it back away that way. And so really over time, memory, our memories are not accurate <laughs> at all. Yeah. And especially a lot of stuff from our childhood I don't even know sometimes if it's actually a memory I have or something that my family told me or I watched a video of it or I saw a picture and then I thought I was there. And then created a narrative that is now the memory. Right. Yeah. It's okay, now my daughter's in here. This is a family affair. What do you need? We love she it. She just walked in and goes, mind blown. Why is your mind blown? 
Oh, she's like, y'all are still talking. (laughs) (laughs) She goes, mind blown. (laughs) Okay, she has a French exam tomorrow, and she needs me to study. Although, I am very ready for Jason Stevenson. (laughs) Hey, you're close. You're not far. You're not far. (laughs) Okay, all right. Thank you, Chase. Um, And thank you, everybody, if you're still listening to this. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, should we divide this into two parts? I mean, maybe. (laughs) Okay, um, I am... Uh, at Radio Amy on socials and RadioAmy.com. And would love for you to leave a review. Yeah, five stars, please. Yeah, there you go. If anything less than that, just send me an email. (laughs) Goodbye. All right, now, like, everybody's in here, so let's all say bye on the count of three. On the count of three. One, two, three. Bye. Bye. Okay, we need to work on that. Okay, bye. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org.